What is up, everybody? It is your host, We Too Deep. We're back with another episode of the Slap and Meat Wrestling Podcast. All as always, with me is DJ Wavy D, and we're just gonna we're gonna jump right on in today's episode. As you can see from the from the title, we're doing a way too early prediction. Um, heading into WrestleMania, things are sure to change as we head into Elimination Chamber. But let let's do some uh, how we would book WrestleMania type conversation but before we get there um we have to talk about smackdown last week (laughs) because uh we're not going to get too in uh, in depth because we do have a lot of questions that that talk about sort of the big part that happened at the end with what happened between rock cody and roman um but overall like what did you feel you know about smackdown specifically more about rock and cody so coming out um coming out of smackdown um the big news you know new tag team number one contenders not joking but no the real big (laughs) news uh the cody and rock debacle Roman reigns debacle so so let me let me preface this with this you wrestling a lot a lot of not all of you a lot of you wrestling fans suck okay <laughs> a lot of you wrestling fans are fickle and a lot of you wrestling fans don't don't just take it for face value that it's entertainment you know what I'm saying of course you know we, we can have differing opinions and we could debate about what we think is good what we think is bad but when y'all get to the point of sending death threats to people because you don't because you don't like like the booking and, and you, you send death threats to their families and and like for example uh, y'all, y'all said it's an ava she got nothing to do with it mm-hmm. and, y'all, and y'all talk about how she's just gm because her her dad's the you know head oh uh, he's on the board of governors or whatever board of directors mm-hmm. first of all if you even watch nxt she's been groomed to be next gm for like the last six months mm-hmm. that just proves that y'all don't watch the product okay Mm. Anyways, back to the initial question that, that my that my boy we too deep served me up with. Um now you guys wanted this match. We wanted this match. A lot like 95% of wrestling fans wanted the Roman Reigns versus Rock match. Granted, we would have preferred it last year. And you know, saying the rock was, you know, in my opinion, a little too lazy to get in ring shape. I don't know what ring shape means. I'm not a professional wrestler. I know he is in muscle shape, but I don't know what ring shape means. Mm-hmm. But you know, if he needs more cardio, you know, so be it. But we're, we're getting the match this year, okay? And also, what y'all need to know: Roman Reigns is not dropping that title until he breaks the record. Mm. Get that through your heads. Mm. So, so essentially, you guys saying that you want Cody to lose twice in a row, two WrestleMania's in a row. That's what I'm hearing from you guys when you say. We want Cody to finish the story. We want Cody to fight Roman at WrestleMania. And granted, I was on this podcast roughly a month ago say, saying the same thing. Let Cody finish at WrestleMania. Let him finish at WrestleMania. But, you know, 
I, I got persuaded and shown the light by, by my boy way too deep. You know what I'm saying? He 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 actually told me and showed me how actually close we are to like Roman breaking the record, how close we actually are. At this point, let's just finish the rest of the roller coaster, okay? Mm. Let's finish the rest of the roller coaster. And right. let's not let Cody lose twice at Mania. Let's let The Rock take an L. And if he wins, shame on WWE. The Rock mm-hmm. should, not, should not win the title right now, so that's a shame on them. But as far as – I got a fancy book in, but that's for later in the show. But I am okay right now with The Rock versus Roman. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sort of piggyback off of what you said. It is entertainment. It's a story. It is in real life. Some of y'all act like what you see on TV uh, is real life, and it's not. Um, and so anytime a death threat is sent out to a pro wrestler, no matter who it is, it's just not called for. Um, and so especially over something like, and, and I'm going to go more in depth. So I'm going to go ahead and announce it Thursday. I'll have another one of my we too deep rants. Y'all are going to get served up with me cooking some more rant ranting about this particular topic. So I'm not going to give a, a lot of that away, but I, I will address it here. Um, as wavy D said, um, y'all have been calling for this match for three years. Is it the right timing? We can argue that. We can have conversations about it, but it's happening. And a month ago, like quite honestly, a month ago, it was like January 9th, Rock came back, buried Jinder Mahal, and this promo started with the whole the whole uh, teasing of being at the head of the table. And 95% of the fan base was cheering for it. Oh, Rock called out Roman Reigns. We're getting it. We're getting it. But I, I don't know what it is. Is it because it's at the expense of Cody Rhodes? Everyone knows I'm a Cody hater. Not not the biggest fan of him. Well, I could see past my bias to him though and say, yeah, this is a money thing. This is a this is a storyline thing. And personally, for me, if WWE does this right, it's this could be something Cody uses to give himself a little edge. We've been saying that for what about a month now. Like Cody needs some more something in his character to to make to make it. But my biggest thing is rather right into what WWE wanted you to do with the "We Want Cody." This is exactly what they wanted. They wanted you to make him a martyr that you guys would jump jump in in support of, and and you know that he died on this hill of of the Rock came. This is no different than 2014 Daniel Bryan when Batista came back. This is no different than that. Um, and they knew you would react this way, and you reacted the way they wanted to. So congratulations. At the end of the day, you played yourself. Um, so, you know, the whole we want Cody, they, they wanted that. Now they can hand out signs in the arenas. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be at SmackDown this Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. In Charlotte, and I can't wait. I can't wait for it. It's going to be, you know, I, I'm hoping uh, Roman, if not Roman, at least Cody shows up. I know Cody's going to be there, at least in a dark match, uh, from what I've seen on the website. But I'm hoping he's there for SmackDown as well. Uh, and I from from the get-go last Friday, 
I've, you know, I had my initial thoughts. I got hype when the rocks music played. I've always been calling for this. I've always thought that the bloodline story needed to end within the family. Um, but I think some of some wrestling fans just need to learn patience. Th- mm. There's a lot more story here. And as you've stated, Roman's not losing this title to at least September. Mm. So why would you put Cody Rhodes in this match for him to lose again? Um, so I've always been of the idea that this is, you know, punk came back. My idea, my sort of fantasy booking was to put him against Roman because CM Punk could take a loss against Roman and it not hurt him. Mm-hmm. You know, the rock can take a loss against Roman and it not hurt him. So, um, but we'll talk, we got a lot more questions about that. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Let's go into our fantasy booking. Um, so, mm. I'll say this. Let's go match for match, but uh, I don't have mine ordered night one or night two yet. Um, let's, do I. let's start with like matches we think would be like mid card. So, okay. um, so we'll save all the championship matches for later. So I'll start with my first match. I think we're going to get Dominic Mysterio versus Braun Breaker. Um, oh. Now this. This is supposed to, to me, this is supposed to be Dom versus Brock, but obviously we know with this whole scandal shit, Brock's not going to be there. And Braun filled in for him at Rumble, so I just think they're going to put Braun into this situation. I think Braun signs with Raw uh, at some point, probably um, next week or so. Um, And so Dom versus Braun Breaker is the first match I'll fantasy book. Um, I I actually don't have Dom in a actual match on my card. I have him accompanying accompanying. Uh, probably not Rhea. I think she's gonna go that thing solo. You know, get center center stage to herself. But I I have Dominic accompanying the Judgment Day in a tag team match versus DIY currently. Okay. They're, they're they're probably could change, but I think they're going into Mania as champions. Yeah. And I think it's going to be DIY if they have a singular opponent. So I'll, I'll go on and, and back you up on that one. I also have Judgment Day versus DIY um, for the titles. And I do think, uh, I do think personally, DIY will win at Mania. Mm. It's a Triple H move all the way. And that's why I was kind of going off the, the Sammy and Kevin vibes from last year. Yeah. We're like, you know, they, they, they toppled the. Uh, the tag team that can't seem to lose their titles, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jimmy and Jimmy and Uso thing. Speaking yep. of Jimmy Uso, uh, my next uh, mid-card match is I have Jimmy versus Jay in a sibling rivalry match. I think the way we get there, here's my, here's a little bit of fancy booking for y'all, a little prediction booking. I think we get Jay versus Gunther Elimination Chamber, and I think Jimmy costs Jay the title because I, I think Imperium gets taken out by New Day at some time in the show, or mm-hmm. like maybe, or maybe like the Friday before the show. So I think Gunther goes in alone. And I think Jay versus Gunther. And I think Jimmy, you know, Jay has the title within his reach. Jimmy comes out, calls him the title to reignite their, their feud going mm-hmm. into Mania season. Or going into Mania. We're already Mania season, but. Is it going to be something like similar to Jay versus Roman where Jimmy pulls him out of the ring type thing, you think? Yeah, either that or a rough bump, you know, super right. kick. You know, yeah, so, so you know, he calls him the match. 
Right. So I do have Jimmy versus Jay. I didn't really think too far on how we'll get there. We just know it's going to be that match. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for it. This is 14 years in the making of my favorite tag team. And typically when they split up tag teams that I like, I sort of get bummed out, but I can't wait for this. Uh, I really, I really can't wait for this. It, it kind of jealous. I wish I could go to be honest with you just for this match. Um, so I do have that one. Um, I'm going to go and pick. I think we're going to have this match in some way, shape, or form. Not sure how it's going to happen, but Legado del Fantasma versus LWO. Um, okay. Now, LWO, who's which members? Because there's like five of them. I'm not exactly certain. I'm assuming it'll be Ray, Santos, and maybe Carlito. Um, yeah depending on how they want to use the other two random ones. No one ever really talks about. Um, but yeah, um, I definitely see that being the big feud for the mid card on SmackDown. Um, so I, I do I, have, that. I'm along similar lines, but again, I have mine down to singles action. I got Santos versus Ray. Okay. You know, I, I think, you know, the, the, the factions, you know, they, they come out and they interfere similar to the, the Dom and Ray match from last year. But I got Santos versus Ray, and they're you know reigniting their grudge match because Ray's right on the corner from returning. Hopefully, that's mm-hmm. the word. And yeah, so I got Santos versus Ray. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm gonna go with sort of. I don't know if this is a hot take, but Kevin Owens versus Randy Orton, just for the fact that it would be a good match, and Owens really doesn't have anyone to fight, and neither does Orton. And mm-hmm. so, um, I think the they may be, you know, you could easily set this up in the elimination chamber. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, I'm assuming chamber is going to be uh, three people from Raw, three people from SmackDown. Um, Anything to do for the World Heavyweight title or is it a qualifier? Like, um, one. I think it'll be a qualifier for, for Mania. I do. Okay. Um, so um, sticking with Randy. I actually have a, a curveball out there. I'm predicting a Randy Orton versus Omos match at Mania. I, I, I think the story. I, I think the story is going to be, you know, like I, I, see. I don't know how. I, I don't know how to interject them together. But once they get right. together, I That's see just, MVP right. doing the. Can you hit that RKO on the tallest, biggest, <laughs> right. seven foot monster? Right. And then Randy hits that the RKO on the guy. But also, I do see Omos going over at Mania. I, I think I think it might start a small little push for him. So yeah, Omos, Omos goes over Randy at Mania. Omos is he's one of those guys. Like I like him. I think there's a, a section of the fan base that likes him, but he's just never. It just feels like they put him in like these Mania Rumble type cards just just yeah. to be there. And I could see it happening, and I I, I wouldn't mind it. Almost sapiens rise. You have to go. Absolutely. And then I think my last, well, no, I got two. Well, no, this is a title match. Let's go. To, yeah, I got t- uh, two more non-title ma- mid-card matches. I'll start with Bobby Lashley versus Karrion Cross. Same. I mean, if you want to throw the profits and the AOP in there, go ahead. But, yeah, I got Lashley versus Cross. And then my last non-title mid-card match will be Shinsuke Nakamura uh, versus Kazuchika Okada 
It's happening. I know everyone's thinking Okada's going to magically show up in AEW, but I have bad news for you. It's not going to happen. I'm 100% certain he'll be at WrestleMania. Now, I as well have Shinsuke versus Okada written down on mine. Just the only thing I'm piggybacking off the boy. I mean, you can't really say that. That's a <laughs> terrible thing. But I do have Shinsuke versus Okada. And also, if if they do want to keep Cody out the picture, right? Uh-huh. A, fa- a fancy booking to give something to give him something interesting, especially if they're gonna try to go back into this Cody Shinsuke feud a little more, which I think should be done as far as TV wise. But if Shinsuke is like, dang, I can't beat this guy, I gotta bring him back up. You kind of have like almost like a little team up between the Japanese superstars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I don't know Okada. Apparently, he's supposed to be like Japanese John Cena. So is, yeah, he, is, he, so, is he like true babyface or think he could be a heel? Um, I don't know him enough, but I have watched some of his stuff in New Japan. Um, he, I would keep him as the babyface, just okay. just because of it. Uh, I mean, if they get to play his uh music from New Japan, the you'll you'll know it because everyone will, will mark out in the arena. But it's it the first little part of it is it sounds like a coin just fell on the floor um, oh no yeah I heard this before, yeah. yeah so if they get to play that I, I want this to sort of be set up like how cody's debut was at mania okay. where shinsuke doesn't have an opponent but he that's not good enough for him so he goes in the middle of the ring and like the show and calls someone out and the reason i i'm i'm 100 certain i'll put a guarantee on this is because during judge um vengeance day we got that random uh, oh, video yeah, like the, vignette the three faces. The, about the three faces. And at first I was like, who the fuck is this? And then I went to go look it up and it's, it's a Japanese proverb. Like it's either him or it's Julia, which either way that one would be great as well. Um, but Okada just showing up and in WWE, that's like, that's something that we never, I, at least the hardcore fans said would never happen. That he's he's a new Japan uh, wrestler for life, um, and everyone's sort of on this train that him and Sasha will debut mid March for AEW. I mean, Sasha can go there if that's what she wants, but <laughs> I, I'm a hundred percent certain with Okada that that he's WWE bound. It's the only thing he hasn't done yet. Um, and um, speaking of Sasha. Is is Tony's big announcement this Wednesday, like tomorrow or next it's, Wednesday? It's this Wednesday, and it's believed to be a show in Boston. It's going to be the big announcement, which so, is not a big announcement. It's just a normal business announcement, Tony. Wait, wait. So the announcement is that they're bringing AW to Boston? That's the or, belief. Or, That's or, the belief. Wait, so where's this? Do you know where the show is being held tomorrow? Um, I do not. Uh, I, I really hope his big announcement that he prepped for a whole week isn't that we're having a show in Boston. I really hope it's like here in Boston, Mercedes Monet. Like, <laughs> please. Um, let me see. A, um, Wednesday's uh, it's in Phoenix tomorrow. Oh, I mean, hey, I'm just saying. I, I, I swear, <laughs> if it's literally just we're in Boston, that means a walk. The belief, the belief is. Yeah, the belief is that he's going to announce some like massive show from TD Garden, uh, 
similar to what they did with punk where like they made a whole big big spectacle out of punk's re return all right um, i mean you could do it that's fine you're not going to sell out td garden so that's a waste of money more power to them you know <laughs> but um with that let's jump into some of these title matches wait, wait, I, I got one more okay, non -title go, ahead. Match. go ahead go ahead because i know it interferes at yours a little bit but i got bianca versus jade cargill okay so that actually transitions perfectly <laughs> into my first title match and this is gonna be crazy and i know this is real fantasy booking but I have the Kabuki Warriors mm -hmm. defending their championship against the team of Jade Cargill and Bianca Belair. Okay, okay. Um, I think what you can do here is Bianca can sort of be the mentor to Jade. That gives Jade more time to sort of get in-ring experience on TV because no matter what people want to say, she can be in the performance center all she wants. Until you're live on TV and have to not fuck up, you're yeah. not ready. Um, and so, um, and then what that could set up is, you know, the typical like they win the they win the titles. I would push Jade to the moon, uh, give her the titles at Mania, and do the typical feud where they lose the titles. Bianca or Jade, I would have Jade be turn become the heel, have her sort of get jealous at Bianca. Yeah. And do the turn. And you know, this could be a six month feud heading into SummerSlam or Survivor Series. Um so yeah, so that's my women's tag titles match. Um my, you can start. My, my women's tag team, I'm still holding out hope is Kabuki Warriors versus Sasha and Naomi. I'm still holding out hope. Yeah. So here's my thing. I'm not against Sasha coming back. But I'm at this point, I don't really care if she does. I think mm. she still does um, for the purpose that Dave Melcher is saying that she's not. Uh, and Dave Melcher was wrong about Punk. SRS was wrong about Punk. Oh, he's never going to show up in WWE. Yeah. And here we are. We have seen Punk. So I'm thinking if you get if you get Naomi and Sasha versus Kabuki Warriors, mm -hmm. and then you get Bailey goes over, you know what I'm saying? And then post mania like going into like backlash Ooh, or whatever you can you get that bailey get the, sasha yeah, naomi. naomi versus Kyrie, um oscar and eo that's interesting that also you could play the story about like what side dakota takes because you know she was missing last friday um yeah i wonder what yeah so she, she was on stream last night she was streaming last night yes yeah <laughs> All right, so my next one, speaking of this one's well, it's obvious because they just announced it, but Bailey versus EO. I had that right. Yeah. So that that, that one was obvious as soon as Bailey won. We I, I want to talk about that that fucking segment though. Ugh, oh my god. I was I was mad and happy at the same time. Yeah. Go ahead. You go you go first. It's, I was mad and happy. It's so I sort of had this belief and maybe it's just me sort of trying to put my fantasy booking into real life. This needed to be Batista 05. Mm. And they, they, I don't know why WWE does this, but they rushed, they rushed this. There was still time for them to sort of play with the turn. Mm. Um, and I just, for them to just do it, you know, the night, uh, or the week after, you know, she wins 
and then she turns on him. I just, oh, I think they rushed it. Now I still think they they can turn trash into something salvageable, and it's still mm. going to be a good match. Um, I don't. I, I I think a lot of people fear the language barrier. I don't think people realize Bailey actually knows Japanese a little mm. bit, um, and so it's not. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a big problem. She has a lot of chemistry with EO as it is. She spent what the last two years as her tag mm. team partner, so it's going to be a good match. I'm happy for it. I just think they rushed it. Um, even if it's it wasn't the sort of way Batista did it with Triple H, I feel there was a lot better way to to, to use the term. Uh, see, I'm happy and I'm mad because first of all, I'm mad because they wasted, like you said, they wasted a great opportunity to give us a little more story, to do a little better job of revealing. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy because it like Bailey turned shit into gold. Okay, right. She she proved she proved why she is a four horsewoman, why she is a leading example of women's wrestling today, on why she is a locker room leader, on why she's mm -hmm. a top performer, is because she turned what could have been a very very trash segment mm -hmm. into 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 you know goodness into goodness. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 you can hear the tears of her voice, the, her acting chops were there. But I really feel like this had potential to be Batista 05 meets the Sami Zayn trial. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And like, 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 literally, if you, I, the way I would have done it, you know what I'm saying? You kind of had, you had Bailey and, you know, damage control in there. And then you, you know, she was going to choose or whatever. And then she just attacked them or whatever, just attacked them. Mm -hmm. And then we're kind of like, oh my god, what, why Bailey? Why? And then she comes out. You could you could do it immediately right after. You could do it the next Friday night or whatever. But then she releases like all the times she was sneak like like sneaking right. like, around the corner listening to them. Not 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 just that one time that we blatantly caught her on camera like in the background, but like literally like say her filming a TikTok. Like and then right she, and, and then she hears the girls come into the background and she's just you know quiet for a second and she's overhearing them as the video is playing like for, from her perspective and it and it could have leaked out on like NXT Anonymous or something like yeah, that. yeah. you you were just yeah. saying what I was thinking like yeah you could that's well, that's one of the things that like with NXT that I enjoy you, they have NXT Anonymous or in one of the stories. I think it was with Fallon Henley and no, no, Saul Ruka before she got attacked. She, you know, she used her TikTok as a way to tell and continue the story and they showed it on TV. Hmm. I don't understand why the main roster doesn't do that. Um, you know, you could have a SmackDown anonymous and a Raw anonymous, hmm. um, just random backstage segments of someone's randomly recording these things that are happening. Like um, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if you watch Prime TNA. I, th I think you see you didn't really watch Prime TNA, but back in the day, they did such a great job of like they made wrestling seem a little more realistic because they right. they blatantly have their heels talking into the camera backstage. Like, yeah, tonight we're gonna sneak attack him and show him what's up. He's not gonna see what's coming right in front of the camera. Right. Like like the camera guy would like sneak into the locker room, like hide behind like shirts in the closet. And you can right. see it in the camera, like in the foreground. And he and he's just like 
zooming in on wrestlers having like a legit <laughs> in, like intimate conversation in the locker room right and it, it kind of you know brought more of like a realistic like you're kind of in there and it, it, it like it didn't really it didn't make the the viewers seem stupid it didn't make right. the wrestlers seem stupid right so we'll move forward um since we're talking about the women's match, let's talk about the other one. It's Rhea Becky. There's no conversation about this. Becky Lynch is winning the chamber. Um, sure, why not? <laughs> I, I have it written down. I'm not know. a big fan of it, but let's just be honest. That's what like, we're doing. I wanted to see Rhea Bianca this year. But yeah. I, I do have Rhea Becky written down just for points I, purposes. I, think, I honestly think they were going to go the direction of Rhea Raquel. But Raquel, I don't. She has know. like a, like an allergy. Like she, yeah, she like has like some sort of. She has some sort thing. of like yeah, some like rash or something where like she's like like she literally cannot wrestle. It's like like almost yeah, like her, her skin is all his skin yeah. is all broken out and everything. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's it's Rhea Becky. We know this. Well, um, I, I'm praying they don't try to go Rhea live. I don't want to see Rhea live. Please, please don't. Please don't. I I love Liv Morgan, but she's. I'm sorry. I, I may be this may be hot take, but her title run was straight trash. It it was. It was uh, I think I think it was more trash because the opponents they put her against. Like they try yeah. like, like Rhonda let's be honest, was not the greatest in the ring. Yeah. She can only cut promos a little bit because she hated the crowd when she was a heel. Was like she legit hated the fans. Right. So that's what that's the reason we felt some passion. Right. And I forget who else she faced. Was she faced like Shayna or something? Or Natalia or something like that. Yeah, like, like Natalia. I think they gave her Shotzi once. Yeah, um, like her it, opponents and fuse weren't great. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, Liz, the definition of why you need a mid card title for the exactly a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I'm gonna go. We may be the same on this one. Um, Logan Paul will defend his title against L.A. Knight. Kinda. <laughs> I have Logan Paul defenses title against LA Knight and Kevin Owens and AJ Styles mm. and Pete Dunn mm. and Andrade. Well, okay. Andrade went to Raw though, so I, I probably have to switch that. Right. But I need a six man for a six man ladder match at WrestleMania. It's interesting. A it's US title six man ladder match WrestleMania. I like I, I like it. I'm not against that idea. Um, like, WrestleMania has been missing missing a ladder match for a while now. Like, we yeah. need that multi man ladder match at Mania. We miss it. Yeah. So you think uh, if that was the case, does Logan Paul drop it? Someone else? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I, I, I think he I think he brings the title into Mania. You know, get get the the name and the fame. And, you know, the celebrities at Mania, the culture stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I I can see LA Knight walking out the U.S. title. Um, if I don't think Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens like needs it right now. I, I feel like he wants a bigger chip. I feel like like after Mania, we're gonna have a shakeup. He goes to Raw for the World Heavyweight Title, maybe. But I would see LA Knight going, you know, getting the U.S. title, getting that first taste of gold. And mm. I, I, if I'm not putting in dry, they I don't know who, who to put. Maybe in like there. that. That would be a good a good spot for someone like Montez to be in. Yeah, Montez. Yeah, Montez four. If, if he's not involved in the Lashley stuff, you put Montez in there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it could be a call up. Maybe like a Carmelo Hayes or a Trick oh, Williams. Oh yeah, he's back down now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like Carmelo's gonna be busy with Trick. 
Yeah. Unless Carmelo's in both matches and Trick costs him. Who knows? Maybe. Oh, actually, you could put you could put Theory or Waller, one of those two, in there. Right. Cameron Grimes. Uh, that's funny. Um, so my other mid card title, the the IC title, I may have to change this one. I wrote this before Stand and Deliver with the full expectation that Vengeance Day that, or Vengeance Day, yeah. Uh, with uh, the I, the whole expectation that Trick Williams would win this match. So I had Gunther versus Ilya Dragunov for the IC title. Okay, I think it could still happen because Ilya could drop at stand and deliver but there's no way to tell a story in a day so i don't think it'll happen um so i'm gonna have to change that one but at the moment i have no idea who i put this is what i really want to happen i mean maybe kaiser uh maybe a a gable uh i'd love to see gunther versus otis just because otis doesn't really get a lot of like serious matches um Mm. and if every anything else fails this could be a good spot for like someone like our truth to be in. Oh, I'm surprised you had named these, these two names I have. <laughs> uh, well, well, actually, you you put one of these names earlier in your uh-huh. first match, I think. Okay. But I got Gunther versus Braun, Braun okay. Breaker. Okay. Or Gunther versus Sheamus. Okay. And finally, finally, I mean, I, I guess you know, you know Gunther's gonna hang out a little bit longer, but there's not really a point at this point. I feel like you finally you finally give Sheamus that IC title. If he returns and they run it back, you know, with no Drew or fudge it, you just throw Gunther, Sheamus, and Braun Breaker in there. <laughs> you just let yeah. the three of them rock house. But I think you get Gunther, Sheamus, and you finally put Sheamus over. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, I honestly completely, I didn't forget about him, but he hasn't been on TV in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, now that you said it, yeah, it's just shame is that that uh, is it the triple crown or the grand slam that he'd win? I think it's the grand slam. Yeah, grand slam. Uh, this gift shame is that he deserved that. What was it? Two years ago, or was it last year? They did the triple threat. Well, also, if if they were gonna do Gunther versus Brock, if if Braun is taking all Brock's like bookings, right, right, maybe, maybe do Gunther Braun. Okay. Um, what does that leave? That leaves the two. That leaves the two main titles, I do believe. So Seth Rollins, I think I'm going to stand on this one. I'm going to stand on business on this one. Seth okay. Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. I'm fully convinced I, that that's I have the that written, I have that written down, too. And I, I think, well, actually, this is probably going for the next match. But, yeah, I have Seth versus Drew. And then for, for, the, for the big match of them all, <laughs> I had Cody Roman written down, but that was before the whole Rock thing. But now I'm thinking you go Rock Roman or hear me out, okay? Since Seth Rollins is all banged up or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe maybe backstage they're not expecting him to put on mm-hmm. like uh, you know um, um, WrestleMania main event level match. Maybe he'll open the show. Maybe okay. you do like Seth Drew open the show okay. for night two or whatever. Say you do, you do Rock Roman Night One WrestleMania, and then hear me out. You do Cody Roman Night Two with the Rock being uh, special guest referee. Okay, and then the Rock turns on Cody and calls him a match, and the Rock acknowledges his tribal chief. Okay. And also, you, you you can just get rid of night one in general. Just have 
you build up kind of like this rock Roman thing, right? And, like, and at the contract signing, I, I forgot. Yeah. I, for, I, I, I forgot who somebody on TikTok presented this idea, and I kind of I loved it. Where Roman's all cocky, he signs a contract without rock, noticing. Yeah, without noticing, whatever. And then Rock comes out second, he signs it, and he's like, "By the way, you should read the fine print. You're gonna face this man." And mm. they bring out and they bring out the martyr, mm. Cody Rhodes. Yes. And then The Rock is like, well, guess what, buddy? Well, well Co- Cody put out a tweet. Co- yeah, Cody put out a tweet that was sort of like, I, I appreciate this, but but trust me, guys, on this one. Like, it, it gets better. Mm. I, I think there's a twist in some way, shape, or form. I'm a, I would be a big fan of it being like Rock is the special guest referee um, because they added that in the video game. So this whole idea was yeah. that, like, you can't put finish the story as the sort of hashtag without Cody finishing the story. Um, I will say this. If that booking happens and Rock is the special guest referee, Cody's winning the title. No, no. But, but you know, you have Rock turn on Cody uh, and Rock so, goes heel. So so I would actually, I would book it the other way. I would have the Rock screw Roman. Maybe it's a fast count or something. And that sets up maybe a bigger match for Rock versus Roman. Maybe next year's Mania without the title involved, or SummerSlam, or SummerSlam. I don't. At that point, I mean, SummerSlam would be fine. Um, maybe yeah. a Crown Jewel or something like of that nature. Okay, yeah. Um, um, but my match is actually, I'm a hundred percent of the belief they're just going to copy 2014 WrestleMania 30. Be triple threat. It's going to be triple threat. It's going to be triple threat. I'm. I just believe that that's what they'll do. Um, whether it's, you know, Cody's got to go through some, some final challenges and he has to beat a whole bunch of other people and he earns that spot in there. Maybe, maybe he starts the night or starts night one, uh, and has to beat somebody, uh, to get in who knows. I don't necessarily know exactly how that'll happen, but I am a hundred percent of the, behind the idea that it's going to be a triple threat and you do that for one one of two reasons. The first, in that situation, The Rock takes the pin, and that saves the other, whether it's Roman or Cody, from eating the pin. So if Roman okay. loses because Cody wins and pins Rock, Roman can still say, "I haven't been pinned since 2019 in a singles match." Well, no, or, they, uh, well, oh, no, I forgot when, when he faced Jay. That was a tag team. Match, it was right? a tag team. Yeah. So. Um, but I believe in this situation, Roman will be, will be the one that pins rock and Cody can then still come in and say, well, I didn't get my fair shot. Um, I was never pinned. I I think you, I think you get to that. Cody never had a fair shot. If you book the rock to turn heel, which makes sense. Yeah. I'm acknowledge Roman. I get that. I get that. If you want my, my, my true fantasy booking. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 for for y'all who are in the Discord, you know, say I, I I remember I typed this up at like one thirty in the morning. This boy, so a lot. This <laughs> boy has Cody getting kidnapped and all this shit. <laughs> yes, here we go. <laughs> After living with with his decision for a week or so, Cody is overwhelmed with the backlash. Okay, I'm just about. So essentially, right, Cody feels stupid. He wants a second chance, right? <laughs> and and he was like, "Yo, I never should have gave the Rock my spot." And he goes to Adam Pierce on Raw. Adam's like, "Yo." 
you can't really change mm-hmm. your mind. That's kind of too late. That you're out of luck. That's tough shit for you. And then the higher ups at TKO WWE are like, nah, this is money. This is a big money match. Roman versus Rock. Sorry for you, Cody. And then Adam offers Cody a spot at Chamber to to qualify to her shot at Seth for Mania. Okay. And then Cody wins the Chamber match, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, no, wait, somebody put like Cody says that he can't do. That. Okay, no, no. Yeah, Adam understands and tells Cody he might have something up his sleeve, and that he has to make a phone call to Nick Aldis, mm. and that he'll get his he'll get back to him next week. Fast forward a week, and Adam Pierce informs Cody that he got him a chance, a small chance, but still a chance. Cody listens and he cuts a break. Right mm-hmm. later in the show, it's announced that Cody will face Solo and Jimmy in a two-on-one handicap match at Elimination Chamber, mm. and if Cody wins, he'll be added into the Rock. Roman match to make it a triple threat. So we're right. kind of on your we're kind of on your wave now. Um and then after a grueling match, Cody stands victorious above Solo and Jimmy. He points at the sign, fireworks go off, boom, 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 boom. And then done. Cody is headed back into Mania. Um, and then you you either do shortly after the PLE at a press conference, this is how I wrote it. After the PLE, Triple H is at the press conference and is talking about the show. Byron Saxon comes up to him on some 9-11 stuff, whispers in his ear. You know what I'm saying? He um, interrupts the press conference. Triple H is visibly shaken and apologizes and ends the conference immediately. Everybody's, like, confused and stuff. The live feed ends. 20 minutes later, it starts leaking out. Um, Like a a backstage exclusive? Like a backstage exclusive or, like, TMZ or, like, or you get, like, Sean Ross is his bum so... And then, <laughs> and then you know they start leaking stuff, and then, and then the security footage comes out of Cody being attacked out on his way leaving chamber, <laughs> and then by two by two hooded men, and they're seeing the video jumping Cody, and they duct tape him and they abduct him. <laughs> Fol- following Monday on Raw, Adam Pierce is in the ring and he's asking on behalf of the WWE universe if anybody has. He yeah. has, has any knowledge or information leading to the rescue of Cody Rhodes. Later right. in the show, during a match with Valhalla and du- Maxine Dupree, Michael Cole interrupts the match <laughs> and says they have been just they have just seen a third party video clip of Cody Rhodes being attacked by NXT Anonymous. Uh, in this news footage that was attained, we get a better view of the of the attackers. The internet quickly realizes. That is Jacob and Zilla Fatu. They attacked and kidnapped Cody Rhodes. And then as the weeks go on, heading into Mania, we get we get weekly clips of Cody being held captive and tortured <laughs> on the Island of Relevancy, which is right here. Right. Okay, we're on the Island of Relevancy. And, the, <laughs> and however, this leads to Cody not being rescued in time, and he misses WrestleMania. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cody finally Bro. returns to Raw after Mania. He's raggedy, disheveled, and not the usual corporately dressed up version of himself. And then Cody is now bloodthirsty and ready for revenge. He is now broken Cody Rhodes. Homelander Cody Rhodes. I want it. Give it to me. This man is cooking. WWE's hiring for creative. Give this man a job. I just see that little little 45-minute drive <laughs> down the road. <laughs> So let's jump into some of these questions. Some of these we've talked about already. Um, so we'll start with with Kara here. She asks, "Do you think WWE has dropped the ball big time with WrestleMania, or is it still too early to tell?" 
I think this is going to be the biggest WrestleMania, potentially the biggest WrestleMania that we've ever had. It sucks that, that CM Punk went out with injury. Mm-hmm. I think he definitely would have added to it. Mm-hmm. But it kind of helps because it put it provides a spot. Like I feel like we were like one man was going to be left out at, right. at the top of the bet, at the top of the card. But, but I also feel yeah. I also feel Drew's a bigger heel to face mm-hmm. Seth, in my opinion. Um, as much as you know, I want Seth versus Punk. I think Drew deserves this spot a lot more. I love this heel character he's doing. Oh no, I do love it too. Um, but it definitely definitely helps balance out right, the, the right. matches a little. Um, so I will say this. I think, and I'll expand on this a little bit more on Thursday, WWE's doing exactly what they planned back in January before the Rumble. Um, I, I think they're doing exactly what they, they want it to do. Um, what people don't realize is Rock officially was part of the board long before the announcement he was on the board. Um, I think that the announcement of The Rock was made when it was made to sort of distract from the fact that Vince McMahon was being sued. Mm. And they just sort of pushed out that that nugget of information. But he was on he's been on the board for over a month. Mm. Um, so I think I don't think they've dropped the ball. I think they're right on track. Um, and we just gotta we, we gotta play it out and watch it. Um I I, I don't think this is rock being political at all i i think people are over exaggerating what's happening and again i'll i'll sort of expand on in my rant on thursday um her second part of the question we've already answered do you think that they are booking mcintyre to win the world heavyweight championship i do yes a hundred percent a hundred percent seth needs surgery he needs a break he's been carrying this division for well over or well almost a year at this point um and we definitely need a change in this championship because it's mm-hmm. literally no different than what roman's been doing essentially um and gunther right and Rhea, like and literally Rhea. all the champions so we'll move forward to the winners um i mean it's made like 15 questions this boy i got it's got some questions here i do appreciate it though so it's 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 like you can someone please justify why fans are so upset uh with the rock and cody situation we've been calling for rock versus roman for three years and now everyone wants to cry about uh, about it now and it and it's actually happening with Ro- hogan's record so close do we really believe roman would drop it uh, the way I look at it, Rock ain't getting any younger, and this will literally be a once-in-a-lifetime match. I'd rather see Roman beat Rock knowing he's not dropping the belt uh, than Cody losing two years in a row. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, you basically answered my answer for me. <laughs> um, and, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, this is once-in-a-lifetime. Let's get it out of the way. We can get Cody at SummerSlam, and I think I think we can let it build up for six months. And to this part where he was like, "It's only please justify why the fans are so upset." It's because they don't they don't see the picture. They don't understand. Bro. They don't understand it. They don't see the picture. Like 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 Triple H is Picasso in right now. Right, and, and they don't see the the, the picture. It, right, right. So what? And, and I'll say it this way: I've been of the belief that anyone you put against Roman Reigns, people the fans will cheer for because they hate Roman Reigns. Now Cody's a little bit different because he is the super baby face. Um, but this is not that they, uh, hate the rock. They hate Roman Reigns to the point 
that they don't understand the story that's being told and they're not they're not they're not patient wwe fans wrestling fans aw fans they're not patient they they want what they want when they want it because tony khan gives them what they want when they want it um they they don't have the ability to let things actually play out the, and, and you're gonna have to do, learn to do that with with triple h and how he books um and so I think that's a lot of it. They just don't understand that it's about the moment of rock versus Roman because every, and I'll go again, I'll go in this on Thursday, a little bit more in depth, but this isn't going to be some 60 minute classic. This match ain't even going to be longer than 20 minutes. Um, We'll get a, we'll get five minutes of entrances. The bell will ring. They'll, they will stare each other down for four to five minutes, walk in circles, hit each other with their finishers, and their big moves. Rock will kick out of a of a spear, uh, or in in a Superman punch, he'll hit the the people's elbow. Roman will kick out of that, and then Roman will hit another spear, and that's the match. It's not going to be all of anything mm-hmm. impressive, but the stare down and the tension in that arena. Go watch Rock versus Hogan. I think it's WrestleMania eighteen. <laughs> the tension in that match, right? Uh, it's going to be that type of feeling. And that is more important to, to a lot of the casuals, to me, to WWE, that moment, that never forget moment is more important than Cody Rhodes losing for a second WrestleMania in a, in a row. Mm-hmm. Co- Cody's going to get his opportunity. It's just not going to be this year at WrestleMania. I think it'll be probably survivor series before roman drops it i don't know another point after the, he gets the record in september where he would drop it i already told um, you he's gonna face hulk hogan on, nah. on the september, <laughs> september september 9th episode of monday night raw all right we're gonna hold you to that one um and then his winner's second question is uh would you rather want uh, Cody versus Seth four or Drew versus Sammy versus Seth. Um, I don't think I don't want Sammy Zane. I'm sorry. I don't want, I don't want either. <laughs> I agree. Respectfully, uh, at least not this mania. Right. This isn't again, anything against Sammy, but oh, leave. He's past his moment, right? Like, right. You know, he's a really great utility player. He brings a live motion. He a company guy. He does what, right. he, what he's told. He makes, he makes, you know, you know, he makes some, um, like, mayonnaise out of shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> That's my new expression, mayonnaise <laughs> out of shit. Like, like you know, he, may, he, he makes hot sauce out of shit. You know what I'm saying? He makes stuff spicy. He, he a good dude. He makes, you know, he make he make, he make you dimes out of shit. Right. Not, not, not Roman Reigns money. Right. But 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 he makes you, he makes you quarters out of shit. Right. So, he's just, but he's not that guy right now. His moment passed. Right. So, Witters then goes on and asks, uh, do you think the voices of WWE will adjust in the way the NFL did? Uh, for the longest time, NFL broadcasters were non-football players, um, and more, and now slowly more retired NFL players are taking their spots. For example, like Greg Olson and Tony Romo. Um, so, for example, for what if in ten years, instead of the commentary team we have now, um, we have. R Truth and Cedric Alexander and Chelsea Green doing backstage interviews. Do you see that happening? Um, for, for, first, I, first I need to get past the point 
of of when, of when we finally lose Michael Cole. That's gonna be a sad day yeah. when, he calls, when he calls his last consistent match. That's gonna be a sad day when we lose first Michael off. This, Cole. It better be a fucking WrestleMania. Do not retire this man at <laughs> any like other that. event other than WrestleMania. Exactly. It's gonna be sad. But like I, I could definitely see like a guy like like the Miz, you know, saying yeah. the Miz on commentary. You know, I think like someone the Miz and Corey Graves. I think someone like um, L.A. Knight would be great on commentary. I, I definitely don't know if I want to see Archers on commentary every week. That right. would give that would give me like who was it like JBL vibes or like right right or, or who who was was a Booker T on SmackDown or whatever it was. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I like Booker, but like you know, I, right. I need more. Just like I can't take too much personality. I need you right. to be able to tell a story. Right. I think so, I think someone like Big E and Titus O'Neil. We know we can do commentary because yeah. he's done it before. So someone like Big E and Titus O'Neil, who can I think? I just don't know if WWE would position their non. I mean, they've done it before. I mean, Jesse Ventura ended up being a commentator. So I could see it. I don't know if they'll have the entire team be full full of ex WWE guys, but um, also, yeah, like, I, I could see it happen. I I wouldn't mind it. It just has to be the right ones, and they have to be good on the mic. You can't put someone like yeah. um, I'm trying to think of. Don't put Becky Lynch on the mic because she, <laughs> she she bad at it. I'm and sorry. Like, like the hard part about, about Chelsea Green and like especially I, I guess like the women women's side of the roster. Is a lot of them they're they move on to like acting and modeling after right. wrestling. Like they're not right. they're, they don't want to go from you like the center of attention to be like a backstage interviewer. Right. Like, that, that's kind of like where we get like that young that young woman who's trying to make her way to the business, you know, that, or, 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 or or even like a more veteran sports reporter kind of right. person. That, that's what that's where I was because so um WWE Megan Morant used to cover the Celtics. Um and she's now backstage. She does the pre-shows now. Mm. I don't. I forgot what Kayla Braxton did before this, but before her was Charlie. She she no longer is with the company, but she used to work for ESPN. So a lot of their backstage girls are you know somewhat familiar with you know actually doing interviews. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if they'll have the backstage people, uh, you know, do the be former wrestlers. But I can see the commentary team, like the people who call the, the matches, definitely would, could. Would you be inter- interested in almost like a concept of you, you? You have like almost how they do like an ESP, like like um like uh, NBA broadcast or football broadcast, where they kind of like bring like like a guest, like a special guest, or like whereas like maybe like you know you have your set team of like say Corey Graves and mm-hmm. we'll just say Byron Saxon for example. I like Byron, but we'll say Corey, Corey and Byron, and you're like. Next week on Raw, special guest commentary for the whole show. We bring on Shelton Benjamin or whatever. And, you know, right. almost how like the NBA where they bring in like um like when Kobe was there, he he would join commentary every once in a while, or like right. you know, and they bring on a guy for like for like a quarter of the show. Yeah, that would that would be pretty interesting, even if it was just sort of like a segment or two. Yeah, um, like, yeah. Almost how they like they had the, the special was called the celebrity gel manager every week. Just right. have like a, a rotating third person of like former wrestling personalities. They they joined right. The yeah, that that would be pretty fun. We're gonna continue with the winners here. He's got a few more questions. Uh, 
push one, fire one between Sami Zayn and Chad Gable. Push Chad Gable. Yeah, push push Gable to the moon. This dude deserves for for everything he's been through in his career. After he lost Jason Jordan as his tag team partner, but mm. from Shorty G in that trash gimmick which to he got over, which he did get over to the beginning of Alpha Academy, where it was just straight comedy, and he got it over to the point where it's at now. This dude needs some sort of recognition for how good he is. Well, no, they start off heel. He got that heel gimmick over. Yeah. Especially against, was it Randy and Riddle? Where I think it was like, yeah. Took off. Yeah. Um, and again, this is nothing against Sami Zayn. He's just, he's past the sort of stage of credibility to me. Um, I feel his only reason he got to hit the height he was last year was, again, they put him against Roman Reigns. Mm. and people hate Roman Reigns. Um, his next question, uh, would you rather have two separate tag team titles or just the one set with the championships jumping between shows? Hmm. I, I do like how we have, like, that, you know, that ultimate tag team, like, who's, mm-hmm. like, the champion of the whole division. But I miss having the titles on both shows because it gives right. again the wrestlers opportunities to fight for something. Because like if, right. if if the Judgment Day is in a program with DIY for two months, right? Then, you're, then your SmackDown divisions like just sort of doing nothing, doing nothing. So that's right. why it's beneficial to have yeah both, so both shows. I, I'm of the same. If if they were able to book the opposite show in a way that was meaningful, then I'd be okay having one set of championships. But they haven't proven they could do that. So we definitely need two sets um, just to make it easier on creative to to give everyone something to do. Um, is next, how do you feel about Jimmy and Jay's solo run? Uh, do you think we see them team up again this year? This year, no, unless they unite against Roman. But like, right. I, like, I just don't really like. You know, I, I want to see Jay do his own thing for a while. Maybe have Jimmy ride Solo's coattails. I feel like that's how right. they put it. But like, you know, Jimmy supports you know Solo, or, or, or maybe Jimmy and Naomi can do can do something on screen. Right. I want to see Jay kind of do his own thing for a while. He has potential to to do some big stuff. I do agree. They'll get back together at some point. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're a legacy tag team. Right. So. I like Jay's singles run better than Jimmy's. Yeah. Um, but I knew that was going to be the way it was going to It was going to be. Jay has a lot more charisma and just ability to, to, to get things over than Jimmy does. And that's not a knock on Jimmy. He's still super good in the ring. Um, but, yeah, I think event, we'll get the match at Mania. And I think leading from that, everything from there, the sort of falling action will be leading to a, a reunion. Um, you know, that's sort of what brothers do. They fight and then they get back together. So, um, but I don't think it'll happen this year. I think it'll be a slow build um, to another tag team run with, with them. They, it's not like we need them to win the titles again. Yeah. Um, they're towards the end of their career. They've been doing this for like 14 years. Yeah. So, um, that long time. 
<laughs> and then the last uh, question from Witters is um, cinnamon rolls or French toast sticks? Debate it. There's only one right answer here. You better say the right answer. I'm going to let you go first. French toast sticks. All right. I feel you on that one. I agree. <laughs> especially, especially when they get that little cinnamon on it. Not yep. overwhelming, but like they get that little cinnamon. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. French toast sticks all day. Yo, yo, shout out to Sodexo, you know what I'm saying? It's a Sodexo food service, you know what I'm saying? When I was in college, yo, that Saturday morning, bro, after <laughs> you was partying Friday night, mm. that Saturday, Friday morning breakfast, mm. when, when, when you get that, that omelet with the, the French toast sticks that just hit, right. and, that, and that fresh orange juice that just quenched your tongue, boy. Right. That shit was busting. All right, so then we got one more person. He asked three questions. So this is B Master. His first one is, uh, do you think TKO will be a silent player? Or will they let the popularity go to their heads? Um, I'm going to start with this one. Mm -hmm. From history of every business they've ever sort of taken over, outside of, you know, let's use the UFC, for example, outside of the roster and who's on it and how much they're paying, TKO ain't giving two shits about what UFC does, what matches they put on, what bouts they have, when the events take place. TKO doesn't care about that. If you're making money, that's all they care about. Uh, and so I don't think Endeavor or TKO or any of that will do anything with booking. They have Triple H. They have a team. Um, if for whatever reason Triple H has to be removed because of these scandals, which could, I mean, that's a possibility you know, the rocks right there. I'm hundred percent certain. That's why he's on the board. Um, and so, um, yeah, I definitely think there'll be a silent player. They'll let their, the wrestling experts take care of the, the on screen stuff and, you know, roster cuts are going to happen. They always happen. Endeavors a little bit more ruthless with it. They've basically cut UFC roster in half over the last few years. Hmm. Um, so that may be the only thing that really changes in terms of what they control. But I think with WWE, because everyone is try, you know, they try to use everyone as long as you're, you know, you have good return on investment, you'll, you'll, you'll have a job. You'll be fine. Um, for the most part, they'll be silent. Yeah, I, I can see them only really getting involved in when it comes to like hiring new talent. I feel like if Triple H could, you know, he's been proven that the people he brings in, the people that he hires, as far as wrestling talent, most of them, if not all of them, have made return on investment so far, as far as like t shirt sales, merch sales, ticket sales. Right. So I feel like as long as each hire and he, and he keeps up a good track record of talent he, you know, he vouches for and brings in returning on investment, mm -hmm. I feel like TKO will keep signing checks for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, his next question, uh, he said, this is a fun question for you all. What animal would you compare each current champion in WWE? I'm not doing all these champions. There's a lot of them. So Let's we're going to do main roster, and we'll do the two men's and the two women's, and we'll leave it at that. So let's start with EO. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't know. I, don't, I feel. I feel like we're treading water. I feel like this kids are very racist. Very fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't really know to be honest with you. Um, I, I was gonna do EO last. I was gonna start with Seth Rollins. I gotta start with Seth then. I feel like he's easy. I feel like he's like a chameleon. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, also, he's he's supposed to play. 
is rumored he's supposed to play like a lizard person in um Captain America 4 for the MCU. Right. Right. But I can see him be like a lizard person or like a reptile of, like of some sort. Yeah, chameleon fits fits him really well. I could see that. Um he really adapts, you know what I'm saying? That's right, why he's right. a colorful person. I think Roman's a little easy. The dude's like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. Nah, he's he's a, he's a lion. He's the king of the jungle. He's the head of the table. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a uh, or or you could just say he he the goat. True, yeah. is is a goat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're smoking on that Cody pack all 2024. <laughs> oh, oh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea, this one's tough because I don't really know any animal that really acts the way she does. Um, Rhea Ripley is a um. That's a good question. I don't know. She's she's a snake. Um, I don't know. No, she a um. What, what's that? A, a, she a Komodo dragon. You know what I'm saying? You know, she she yeah. got she you know re, re, you know again reptiles. They they got like these certain type of people who just are obsessed with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like 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 me as you know. I mean, I love Rhea Ripley, but like some people like like they just love snakes and lizards and all this shit. And they're just like, oh my god, it's so cute, so sexy. I'm like, right. Oh, it's a snake. That's a reptile. That's right. Right. And there's hey, some that Komodo, people that Komodo dragon got poison in its in its tongue. Man. Yeah, that's a strong that's a strong lizard. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Ripley is a brawlic woman. You know what I'm saying? All right, you can do EO. Feminine. You can do EO. I ain't really got anything for. <laughs> okay, so you, you're you're watching Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that, like that, that uh, the the gray tiger, the evil okay. tiger. Okay. It's like it's like you know she's she's like a mixture of like the gray tiger and then the regular tiger. Okay, you know, so I can feel that. All right, last question here. Uh, in your opinion, how long should someone be champion and how long should the feud be? I'm gonna keep my answer short. As long as the story requires, I don't think there should be a length. I would say be a champion as long as there are drawing, as long as there is interest. And you definitely want to switch champions. You know, like, like it's okay if you're peaking, you're peaking, you're peaking, and you stall out, but you, you want to make sure you jump off. You want to jump off that stall and before it starts to dip. Right. And once it starts to right. dip, you're, you know what I'm saying? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to go down a little bit. You know what right. I'm saying? You want to keep, you, you, you got to hop off while it's peaking. It's, it's almost as if, guys, you're, you're like, um, what's it called? You're an investor, you know what I'm saying? You're doing trading, you know, you're you're investing right. in stock, you know what I'm saying? You wanna keep getting it as it's going up, you wanna stay on that train and you wanna jump off right before it goes down. You know what I'm saying? That that's the easiest way to look at it. Right. Booking one on one. And as we always do, we'll end this with Thirsty Tuesday. Mm. Real quick. Uh so we got Jade Cargill, Jakara Jackson, Red Velvet. From AEW and then Mercedes Monet's technically still a free agent, so we'll put her in that category. Who do you who who would you pick real quick? Um, last last place is Red Velvet. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I I had to familiarize myself with her. You know, so I, I looked up on some AEW clips. I actually watched right. her match versus Jay Cargo. Right, I wasn't I wasn't quite seeing it, but if you want to, if you want to see a badly her her true potential, you got to look at their entrance. So right. I typed in red velvet entrance and it, it wasn't hitting with me personally. Right. Um she got beautiful skin. I love her skin. It's very, <laughs> it's very like glistening and smooth. Right, right. I don't know. The face not quite hitting for me. Like she's beautiful, <laughs> but it's just that like right. 
she just seemed like, you know, she she seemed like a, you know, all due respect. <laughs> okay, all due respect. It seemed almost like a water, like a, like a now water down. She seemed like a like an alternate version timeline, you know, variant of like um Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> okay, okay, I, I can see that. Um, second place. What's her name? Jakara Jackson. What her name? Yeah, yeah. Jakara Jackson, second place. No, sorry, third place. Second place, Jay Cargill. First place, um, Sasha Banks. I ain't even gonna spend time ranking them. My my answer here is is Jakara Jackson. I'm okay. just gonna leave it at that one. And with that, <laughs> that is the Slap of Meat Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, check out junkyardmediagroup.com. And until then, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Have a great rest of your day. Brother, I'm going on a wild hog holding. If I like, it's a moment.